today we're going to talk about this whole concept of role models and mentors. Um, why, well, let, I'll let you do the intro because we were just talking about this. Um, what's the difference between a role model and a mentor and why are we talking about role models? Two different things. So mentors, which I love, are more of this formal relationship, right? They're this long-lasting relationship. You're putting in the work. It's kind of a more formal process that you have with someone who's ideally 20 or 30 years ahead of you of where you want to go, where role models are really the people that you're constantly surrounding yourself with. And unlike mentors, which I think you can have a mentor for a long time, for years, I think you need to keep changing your role models year after year as your goals change. But the, the so, so mentors is like something that, uh, you know, everybody, I, I think, or, you know, I used to be like, I need a mentor. Like, I'm early in my career. I got to find a mentor. And I thought that that means, like, you got to find somebody. You got to have this, like, you're almost like asking them out to, on a date. <laughs> you're like, and I, uh, I want to have, I want to be mentored by you. Here's what yeah. that means. And uh, that never really went anywhere. But you started talking about this like idea. It's like not about having mentors. It's about surrounding yourself with role models. And these aren't these aren't people who have like opted in to say I'm going to mentor you. It's just kind of like you are the you are a product of the people that you're around every day. Totally, it goes back to that old adage of you're the average of the people that you surround yourself with. But unlike that old adage, I think you need to keep changing the people that you're surrounded with. Because I think those are the people that kind of open up your possibilities and let you know what's possible. And uh, mentors, even though you you may have this find that perfect date, you might find that perfect mentor, that person still seems, because they're 20 or 30 years ahead of you, they seem untouchable. They seem like it's hard to relate how you're going to get to their level. Whereas role models just might be people who are a few years ahead of you or people who are at your same level, just in a different context or different industry. And all of a sudden, you look at them and you surround yourself with them. And then you say, wait, they don't know anything I don't know. I can do this too, right? They open up those doors of possibilities. Even though we know something, it's hard to really understand that we can do this too until you're around those different role models. And like, especially in a, in a career perspective, which I'm sure like a lot of people listening are you know, thinking about learning and thinking about careers, it's like... Um if you have an opportunity to join, if two teams are, are equal, but one team has people that you feel like you're going to 10x your learning just by being around, even if they're not mentoring you directly, then it's a no-brainer of which team you're going to go join. No-brainer. You've got to surround yourself with those people who are going to 10x you. But most people would look at that and think, oh, I'm going to come in, those people are going to 10x me, and think like it's going to be a formal mentor process, and it's not. You need to come in and just shut up, listen, and just absorb from those people, and then just open up your possibilities, right? Just by looking at what they do each day, it's going to tell you what's possible for you to do. So how do you know, like, if that's a situation, you, you said, um, should you shut up and listen? Like, how do you know, when do you go to, or, so you, you get invited to a lot of meetings or conferences or, or networking things or whatever, but sometimes you're the quiet, you're introverted by nature, and sometimes you're the quiet guy that's just soaking in, and sometimes you have to lead and, and lead conversations. When do you make the decision of, this is a room that I should shut up and listen to? Is it when there's people that you think are smarter? Or? Yeah, I think, you know, it's e- like you said, it's easier for me because by default I'm introverted. So in any given situation where I come into a room and I don't know who's there, I'm going to default to being the quietest guy in the room. That's been a benefit because now I can come into a room, I'm quiet, I'm sitting down, I'm kind of assessing who's in the room. Pretty quickly I see like, and I start to listen and, and figure out like, who are these people? You know, can I learn something from them? And if I feel like I can learn something from the people in the room, uh, if they're ahead of me, 
in some way that I'm going to sit up, sit down, I'm going to be quiet, I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to just ask questions because I'm in learning mode. But if I come into a room and uh, I'm surrounded by a bunch of jokers and I feel like I can't learn anything yeah, from yeah. them, uh, then I'm going to feel free to dominate the conversation and I'm going to just talk because I don't want to necessarily hear uh, from those people because I don't feel like I can learn from them. So last week you were at this uh, event at Sequoia. We were out in San Francisco. And uh, so I take it this was like the CIO summit, basically 20 or 30 of you know the top technology C-levels. I take it you didn't walk into Sequoia and start running your mouth the whole time? Yeah, I was, I was quiet. You know, it was a weird situation because I was co-moderating uh, a couple of panels with a uh, Sequoia partner. And so I, I was coming in needing to talk. But by default, I was quiet. I was trying to listen to folks and I was trying to ask more questions than I was answering. All right. So I want to go back to role models for a second. Um, your story is like neither of your parents went to college you grew up in Queens, and you applied to one school, right? Yes. Because well, why, though? There's plenty of other colleges out there. You just didn't know? Yeah, as dumb as this sounds today, where we all grow up connected, and we can Google everything, and everybody knows everything, and everyone's an expert. Everyone could write a Medium article on something. <laughs> uh, you know, like, it sounds so dumb now, but when I was growing up, I grew up with uh, my two parents emigrated to the U.S. Neither of them went to college. I didn't. Obviously, I went to school with people who ended up going to college, but I didn't even know that it was possible to go to college outside of where I live. So I applied to one school, Queens College, which was uh, right, you know, basically near where I grew up. And, uh, and it was a city school and I could pay for it because one of the things that I didn't know as well was like, how was I going to pay for college? Obviously, now I can laugh and look back and think about I could take out a loan, financial yeah. aid, this, that. But I didn't even know it was possible because I wasn't surrounded with people who had who were role models. So, so it wasn't like you straight up couldn't figure it out. It just was never even a thought. Like, yeah. there's a price tag on college. Oh, shit, that is way more expensive than I can pay out of my pocket. End of story. End of story. And I think a lot of people, and, and why I think this is so important to understand role models, a lot of people grow up in those circumstances. So you, if I look back to people that I grew up with or I look people uh, now who may grow up in, uh, you know, in a low-income area, in a ghetto somewhere, like part of their challenge is they don't even have, they don't even know what's possible. They don't even know that they could take that train one more stop outside of their neighborhood and get a different job and be around different people. They don't know that they could leave their town and get out of their small town and, you know, discover an entire new world. Obviously, they know somewhere in their mind, right, they've watched enough TV, they've Googled enough, they know that it's possible, but they don't know that it's possible for them. And that's yeah. why role models are so important. And you just, you were telling me before this, you just actually had the same conversation with your wife about, like, your kids today. Yeah, so, you know, my, I have two kids, a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old, and my wife had been talking about role models, specifically female role models for my daughter, and uh, how important they are. And I've been kind of like sitting around thinking about that for weeks on weeks and just thinking about like, yeah, she's right. We need to figure out role models for my daughter just to put her around and expose her around those people just so she knows that it's normal, that it's possible, right? Whether it's a bunch of uh, female engineers or female MIT students or whoever, yeah. right, were more technical. But but like, this could be, this doesn't need to be some crazy thing, right? She's 10. This could yeah. be like 
actually, we found this amazing person on YouTube who once a week does a talk. That's like, a great point, right? It could just be someone just knowing that it's possible just as she looks at them and says like, oh, I'm like that person. I can do that too, right? Just opening up those doors for her. Yeah. All right. How do we, how do we tie this back to, to like tactical business stuff? So I think you made a good point about um, role models is all about just like knowing what's out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe does this tie back to your whole customer driven thing maybe in some way where like if I'm a designer at Drift, I haven't talked to marketing, I haven't talked to a customer, so I don't know what what's possible in their world. Does it relate back to day to day work stuff? Yeah, I like I like the way that you've connected those two things. So I I think in the work world I'm obsessed with building customer driven companies and teams and products and I think it totally relates, right? It it's about opening up your worldview, exposing yourself to different types of people so you know the possibilities that are out there, right? If you're about to attack a problem from let's say design or engineering, you know your way of doing things. But talking to customers, talking to marketers, talking to salespeople on your team, like all of a sudden it's opening up your world about what's possible in terms of building things. It's also like uh, this is something that I've I've learned in just a couple months being here is like it's liberating to know that you don't have to know everything. Yeah. I think that helps you simplify what you need to get done. It's like I don't need to be responsible for inventing this answer. Yep. You don't need to know much. You just need to know what you don't know and what you do know. And uh, and I think for people out there what they can do today is like they have their circle of friends, they have their maybe they have some mentors. But keep pushing yourself. Go outside of that circle of friends that you have, that you went to college with or you work with, and start exposing yourself to different people who are going to become role models for you. Yeah. Or even just learn, like uh, read about different things. We did a whole episode about books, right? And yeah. it's like, you know, you've always been in SaaS and startups and tech, mm-hmm. but you have lessons from Arnold Schwarzenegger because you read his book or like exactly. Sam Walton. It's just. Yeah, books are kind of the my cheap way of getting to role models or getting to mentors that I can't physically get to. Uh, and so that's an easy way that you can do that. Just That's where I read a lot of biographies to understand like what their life is about and what they went through. Uh, but I think people can go out there, watch YouTube videos, watch, you know, talk to people, read books. And uh, the point is get out of your comfort zone, get out of those, fr- those few people that you know and expose yourself to whatever you want to learn. If you want to become great at CrossFit, then get around like the best people possible in CrossFit, even if that means that you got to travel, right? Traveling is cheap. Get on an airplane, get around the five best people in CrossFit, and just shut up and listen and see what they're doing, and all of a sudden it's going to open up your world. If you want to be a book author, get around a bunch of the best book authors possible, shut up, listen, take notes, and just absorb and see what they do. So big takeaway is role models versus mentors. Mentors is this formal thing. Maybe you meet once a month, once a quarter. That's great too, but role models are people you can get today. Push yourself outside of your existing group of people, whether that's through books or websites or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, there's a place for mentors. Let's start with role models. I think everyone should start with role models because that's the easiest path to go. With uh, mentors, everyone gets caught up on like the tactics and who and when do I meet and for how long and what do I give them and how do I convince someone to be a mentor and blah, 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 blah. Just forget it. Just go yeah. get some role models. Let's start there. Before we wrap this up, I have to tell this story because I think it's a good <laughs> role model story. Is We went to San Francisco last week. I showed up with three huge bags. You, an OG of traveling, had one tiny bag. 
<laughs> That's a great example of role models. I didn't know it was possible. Now you know it's possible. <laughs> you can travel with just a backpack. That's it for a week. It's always That's all learning. You need. Yeah. Okay, we have a little call to action for everybody that listens. Uh, I'll let you take the first one, Skype call. So we're trying to get more people to listen to and discover Seeking Wisdom. The way that you can help us, we've got a special offer for you. If you leave a review for Seeking Wisdom and you take a screenshot of that and email it to us, I will jump on a Skype call or a phone call if you prefer and spend 15 minutes with you trying to help you on whatever subject you want. So Damn. me, 15 minutes, Skype or phone, whatever subject you choose, just send a screenshot of you leaving a hopefully five-star review on iTunes to us. That's a good... You don't meet with anybody. This is a good offer. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew how, how few people I actually meet with, you would understand the value of this, uh, this offer. Okay, so leave a review for Seeking Wisdom Take a screenshot of it and email you where? Decancel, D-C-A-N-C-E-L, at decancel.com. Okay, sweet. That's call to action number one. Call to action number two is uh, we've gotten a bunch of like, uh, we should do, we're going to do an AMA type podcast where eventually once we get a bunch of questions, we're going to answer them. So call to action number two is tweet at us, send us an email, to send an email to decancel, same email. Ask a question, and we'll do a whole episode on uh, listener questions. Whatever you want to talk about, favorite books, startup lessons, product teams. Um, once we get a bunch of them, we'll do a whole uh, episode dedicated to that, and we'll shout you out on the show too. Yeah, and the first person to, to hit me on that, I will send you a picture of Dave's JV travel bags. <laughs> Damn. That's JV. All We're right. trying to get him varsity level. We're out.